0: Amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo, <laughs> wherever they need us, our destiny's lead us, Amigos, we're always together. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Three Amigos FBL Podcast ahead of Game Week 33. I'm your host Don and I'm joined as always by my amiga Kylie and my amigo Mars. Welcome to the show folks, how are you getting on? Not bad
1: not bad
0: you're happy enough, Mersey yeah. and I know Kylie will have a bit of a weep story with you but uh but uh, you're all well and happy anyway, which is the main thing
1: Yes. yeah, but,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah happy, ha- happy enough yeah but um the tell me Kylie I come to you first because made your t- tale of woe out of the way first um some Mersey I know is thinking that pretty much everything he that he uh, that he yeah, every decision pretty much got um got rewarded but um how tell us about yourself how did your decisions turn out for uh, for the double game week uh,
2: not great nothing went well actually i'm not do you know what doubles is, i've always done really well on doubles in the past but this season it's it's just not going my way um i didn't free hit i played the triple captain on Aguero, which looked like a really great idea. And I still stand by that decision. I think it was a really good decision. It was just very unfortunate. Now, the question as to to what, if any, minutes Aguero would have played tonight, given that uh, only one sub was made and it was a forced sub for Zinchenko, you know, I, I don't know there, but um I certainly would have had a few more points. Um, A lot of things didn't go my way. Most of my team didn't play twice. Uh, Some of it expected. Uh, A lot of it, you know, sort of largely anticipated. We we knew there'd be rotation. But uh, three of my players tonight, um, Higuain, Sterling and David Silva, didn't even come on for one minute. So that was frustrating. I had Ashley Young, which was also frustrating. And because of the rumours around Juan bissaka not playing, potentially not playing the Huddersfield match, I decided to bench him and play Doherty because I figured Doherty was only going to play one match as well. Yeah, assumed it would be the Burnley one, um, therefore a better fixture to play seemingly. Um, it didn't work out that way anyway, but um, I and I figured he had attacking potential, so. Uh, none of it I brought in Martial was, was the one Good thing that sort of happened but Pretty much every possible permutation I Looked at for alternatives All would have worked out better So it wasn't great
0: no, I think I, uh, sorry uh, Points little-
2: wise I think 78 I'll end up on uh, but I took an 8 point Hit so that's 70 Which you know sounds good for a normal week but uh, not Not this week
0: Yeah, the I was looking at we were just looking at there because obviously we're recording this right after the end of the game week, but according to the live FPL um, app, they seem to be saying I'm on 92, so it's just basically with the hazard bonus points coming in for tonight. Um, Didn't work out too bad. Sane and Hazard for me in midfield. Sterling and Pogba didn't really do much, but. uh, those two worked out quite well. Um and of course Aguero Captain C Jimenez Rashford Louise and Biscuits. But um Dorothea, yeah, as well, same as that I had him mean, I would have been better with going with um single single game week Bednarak, of course. Um and Hudson Hudson with seven points. I know Marzi, you'll will be, be talking about um Cho as I like to call him. But uh, tell us Marzi, how many points shoot you train, how many points do you end up on?
1: Uh, if bonus points stay as they are, I'll be on
0: 95. Oh, see you bet me, Mars. You're uh, three closer to my score, so <laughs> you must be delighted, this. Eh?
1: Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I think, uh, like you touched on it, so the moves apart from Kane, I would say, they were okay. You know, I okay, kept Pogba. He disappointed. Um, Kane obviously disappointed, but you know, Schlup clean sheet against Palace. Skeppa clean sheet. Laporte, two clean sheets and an assist. Um, Dunk was just a make-weight shift anyway. Not really bothered. Holton getting an assist was nice. Could have scored today. Uh, I had Sterling and Aguero. So Sterling didn't really do much. And Aguero obviously got injured. I captained him. Hazard finally delivered something. um, And I had Rashford. who Again, he scored. It was between Rashford and Batman. And I went for Rashford. Luckily, he scored, but unfortunately, he got injured. Hmm. So, yeah, you know, I, I touched on it uh, on Twitter. Said, you know, if you think about it, we are really lucky right now as football fans and as FPL fans. You've got two big teams fighting for the title. So they have to play full teams as much as they can, inj- barring injuries. You've got four big teams fighting for two places. There's one point between them. United losing was was great for us Liverpool fans because we want them hmm. to go to City needing to win. You've got Sp- Spurs just won, Arsenal are on a roll, Chelsea just won. And then even at the bottom, right, Brighton losing two games in a row now, they still need to fight for survival. They've got a double game we come in. Mm-hmm. I know Cardiff lost, but there's only five points. Burnley are not even that safe, and, you, you know, Newcastle may be a little bit safer. So we should be really excited. There's, it's going to go down for yeah, the wire, it's... I think.
2: Unusual, especially compared to last year when so much was resolved so early, um, and we knew that it was it was going to sort of fizzle out towards the end, so yeah. it will definitely still be <clears throat> interesting quite close this season yeah,
1: forgot Southampton as well right? okay. We've got, Liverpool got a really tough game away to Southampton because i 've been quite impressed with them winning away at Brighton, but they also only five points clear of um, Cardiff. Or, or well, with a game in hand, but they, you know, they they have stuff to play for. They've got a double game week coming. People can't rest. Teams can't rest. They mm. have to keep playing. Because They're going they to have to keep yeah,
0: which is good yeah. for us. Which is good for us as uh, as fantasy managers. The um the of course tonight we're we're pretty much hooking up tonight to talk. We wanted to go through a few of our listener questions because with such a quick turnaround before the next game week starts, we wanted to get in a quick pod and could basically cover off our um listener questions. So we got a load of them in, so we're going to try to get through them as much as we can on this short pod. Um, I wanted actually to start it off with uh, Guy FPL planner. He is an interesting dilemma, which I think corresponds to a lot of managers who are maybe not locked into their strategy for the remainder of the season. Um, he basically has um, a, he is current in his current team at the moment. He has seven point seven players. I might come to you, Marzi, on it first. Um he's seven players, he's one free transfer. He still does have those wildcard and bench boost chips, but um he's basically debating two options at the moment. Um now leaving out for his own current team if you'd like with this because over a podcast it never really works too well when we're gonna be when we're gonna be talking about like um a specific lineup. But um what's your thoughts on he A is taking like uh take a minus twelve hit to get eleven playing players Theoretically, that's only a minus six, I guess, if you count in um, if you count in the uh, you know the for non-playing players, if he's going to be subbing them out, um and then wild card in game week 34 and bench boost 35, or alternatively, like the hit the wild card switch right now and um, and play that for game week 33 bench boost 35 um, which would save him that hit but it would mean that he's going to have, probably have less double game weekers in game week 35 um, where are you standing in in terms of Guy's situation but I guess as an overall thing um, the looking at the fixtures where would you like to be really kind of uh, I guess laying your eggs or what's the expression Marzi?
1: <laughs> where do you want to hedge your bets?
0: Maybe maybe that's what you're no, looking for. Egg, eggs 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 in more a basket in a basket actually. How many eggs? Uh, how many yeah, more <laughs> of your
1: eggs are eggs you going <laughs> to put in <laughs> each basket? <laughs> look, um, Why
2: I, would I, he be laying eggs? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm drugged up to the <laughs> eyeballs. i <I'm>, I've i painkillers. I've, <laughs> pain killers, I've <laughs> antibiotics. I've everything okay. So
1: look, I think I've been following the conversation. been following guys' conversation, I think he's made a decision to go with the wild card. But let's we'll look at it. I mean, to be honest, minus twelve is is it's not great. Even if it's a minus six, for a blank game week, where these these teams also played in thirty one, we saw the scores in thirty one. It was really low. Um, you know, you've got. I mean, there, there's some good games. I, I said it and I'll say it again. Liverpool have got a really tough game against Southampton. Then you've got Bournemouth going to Burnley. Burnley will be fighting again. Bournemouth can score. Leicester Huddersfield. Now will Huddersfield want to bow out with you know give some uh, respect to their fans, etc. Um, you know, you could look at Leicester <laughs> players, uh, Newcastle Palace could go anyway. Everton-Arsenal, that's an interesting game because Arsenal need to win, but Everton actually turned the form on. And then, then you've got Chelsea who just turned it on now versus West Ham who basically g- given up on the season. Um, I think he's made the right decision with Wildcard. And if you can get a team for 33... And uh, sets you up for 34-35 going forward as well. And you know we've just been through a double game week. I wouldn't say 100% that you need 15 double game week players. I think there's a lot of single game week players. I think um, there's uh, some interesting games coming up. If I if I just quickly look at um, 30, 35, um, you've got um, Spurs. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So you've got the single games... Um, like Liverpool uh, are away to Cardiff, could be could be an in, an interesting game there. Um, and you've got um, Spurs are playing City, and then a double. So th- there's Watford playing Hudsfield. There's listen, there's there's games there where you can have single game week players and uh, try and get as many double game week players. So I think if you set set yourself up right, I think instead of taking a minus twelve hit, um, using the wild card could be a bit of a differential uh, with everyone keeping their team from thirty one to thirty three, a lot of people or people carrying on from thirty two to thirty three personally. I'll say when, yeah. when that,
2: Mars yeah. is advocating against uh, hits,
1: you know you <laughs> probably
2: yeah. shouldn't do it because there's not many times when he will say don't do the hit but I would completely agree. I think a minus twelve would be excessive uh for a game week that, that looks
0: when you're dead. Not ending too as well.
2: dissimilar, yeah to what to what we're
0: what we saw in 31. I much prefer the the hits when you're, um, when you are going to keep them players for a little bit afterwards. I think that it is this game. We just kind of shown us all what um, it's kind of educated us all, I guess, or taught us a lesson in terms of the, the players with, with decent fixtures did actually return, most of them did. Now, Sterling is a disappointment, of course, for for managers and especially people who did take the punt on going him over Aguero as captaincy. But a lot of them did. I mean, the amount of double game weekers who actually only really had single game weeks, because we have to think about it. a lot of the teams are at the business end of the season now and they do have to rotate their squads around quite a bit. And if they have a turnaround of a couple of days, um, it's going to be even more rotation than what we have to find on a most on most game weeks. But I mean, I agree with you saying. I mean, Liverpool's Liverpool's fixtures. You want to have you want do want to have all three of them or triple up in Liverpool for for 35 um, against? Isn't it 35? They're playing Cardiff. It is, isn't it? Not 34. It is. I don't yes, know that, that
2: you want to triple up on them, but you'd you'd certainly want Liverpool coverage despite a single game week.
0: Against Cardiff, I'd have to, well, I, I personally would want to triple up, but it's um, because well, guess, Liverpool of of all the teams though that Liverpool are the ones that you can pretty much nail on their strongest lineup unless you're going for one of well, the Russian roulette in midfield.
2: Yeah, the only reason I'd argue against that is I don't. It's, it's not got anything to do with the fact that it's a single game week. It's a super fixture, but Liverpool assets are expensive, and a lot of people will be playing their bench boost. And because you're playing your bench boost, you you have to spread your funds, you know, a, a little further in that regard. So, I mean, mm. if you have strong team value, then, you know, you'd still be able to pull together something on the bench that would kind of justify bench boost. But there's many that would probably find it difficult to have three Liverpool assets, field 15 with a bench boost, and cover some of the... Assets with double game weeks who they'd really want to have. So it could be challenging to to go that way. I guess you you have to make sacrifices somewhere.
0: You do indeed. Yeah, The fixtures, of course, don't get much better than Cardiff, I guess. But um, I I love the way Marzia had to throw in the respect word again with with (laughs) Huddersfield, even if he's saying
1: it in a different way. Um, but you know, Cardiff at, home, Cardiff at home is not going to be. Oh,
0: Mars, don't build them up. Don't build them up.
1: Uh, well, I was wondering what
0: le- what level of fixture who would Liverpool have to be playing before you would actually go okay that looks like fixture. I don't, har- like don't really want
1: nice to say it, but we've got the Hattes Hattes in, we've got Huddersfield in thirty six. You could just see Huddersfield turning up to Anfield and just sticking the middle finger to Do me. You know, that
2: would only be karma for you. That honestly would be karma against you. Uh, but oh, yeah. for, uh, not disres- uh, for not respecting them sufficiently.
0: <laughs> They're they getting you back, yeah. Um, folks, let's move on with a few more questions, okay? Um, I'll come to you, Kylie, on this one. Um, Jeff Lightfoot was asking, He's debating between Brooks or David Luiz for game week 33. Um, if Jeff is on the same boat as me, it's basically one free transfer. A lot of people who, of course, free hit it will have one free transfer coming into game week 33, and you know most of their 31 squad left. But um, if you were looking at the game week 33 fixture, who would you be going for, Brooks or David Luiz? Who would you prioritize? And I know it does relate to like who he has already in his team, but yeah.
2: um,
0: but who would That's- you be thinking?
2: Uh, look, I'd probably, I'd probably go, and it it, it really does depend on who's taking out there. Um, but I would probably err on the side of the attacking team there. Fraser well capable of delivering. Importantly, Bournemouth are at home. Now they are safe, right? So we know that, and Burnley aren't quite out of the the mix yet. But the thing with Chelsea is. That, yes, they just got a clean sheet there. But David Luiz played both games. Rudiger got a rest. um, So... I don't know whether David Luiz plays the third game because he was someone that we thought could possibly get a rest and it's happened a few times. Um, and Chelsea are still unreliable for me. West Ham are fairly diabolical. I mean, they're already sipping mimosas on the beach somewhere in uh, Hawaii. So mimosas?
0: What are mimosas like, um, Kylie? They uh, taste like I delicious... I haven't had them.
2: Mimosas—it's like a breakfast cocktail with orange juice.
0: Oh really? Do you do you have many cocktails for breakfast? Do you? Oh, on holidays so
2: If I'm in a <laughs> tropical area, like it's got of the sea. I'm just—I'm just I'm i just—I'm just <laughs> adding add, just, you know, just add, just add, to just
0: add, just add your reputation,
1: <laughs> Kylie, did you have a cocktail Day. when Derus called today?
2: No, I didn't. I, and I, I was quietly crushed because obviously uh, the horrible Higuain, who I knew wasn't going to play the second match, but he didn't even come on. All I wanted was one point from him. And then yeah. the beautiful Shrewd went and ran amok. And I just thought, now he's punishing me because I didn't even think of him. And I should always be thinking of him.
1: You know? so, <laughs> always. To, 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 come, uh, to come back to Jeff's question. I yeah, would question is, it, why is it Brooks? Not
2: Fraser. Oh, it was Brooks, not Fraser. Okay, but that does. Is mean, it money?
1: That does change a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Is it money? I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't look at either. Um, if you can stretch to Fraser, look at Fraser. If you can look yeah, somewhere else, is less uh, Maybe look. Maybe look at a Leicester player uh, like uh, Talisman or, no, or he's, Madison. He's
2: more expensive.
1: They are so. If he can stretch, look for. If you can afford Louise, you, but it depends who who he's taking out.
0: Um, I I I'd imagine like for instance if it was like um and this is only taking a stab at it but if he had for the double game week if he had someone um someone who's say say um choo choo as you were calling him earlier on or some one. cheap midfielder that he wants to move just directly across to another cheap and maybe in defence he might have a Crystal Palace player you know like uh I don't know yeah. Van Allenholt or someone like that and he wants to switch over. Um, it does I mean, really depend on your team.
2: Crystal but. Palace play anyway, um, so you know, and it's it's not the worst fixture that they have. Um, I think it is challenging. I think Brooks is probably. I wouldn't say there's any rotation. Down he's a good for bench.
0: He's a good bench boost um, midfielder. Yeah, like.
2: He he doesn't have any form since he came back from his injury. He had bursts there where he was absolutely brilliant and, and has a really good um, link up with King. The only thing is, I I just think that you'd probably fancy Fraser a bit more at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I would just be a little bit nervous about David Louise and oh, Elsie because uh, yeah.
1: I would say to Jeff, don't be scared of taking a minus four and bringing two players in if it means downgrading. Let's say he has Laporte and he wants to bring Louise in. Down, yeah. Downgrade Laporte down to a cheaper defender and bring in so a better midfielder. Well, yeah. Bring in Fraser instead of
0: Brooks or
2: someone. Or, um, or, or one of the Leicester guys. Yeah, know.
0: true, true. Uh, Mersey, um, these a couple of Arsenal questions, so I lumped them together. Okay, uh, Mark Donny was asking if you had to bring in an Arsenal forward, who would it be? And um, FBL Addict was asking Arsenal, so he's wondering Kalasnic plus. He's um, looking at a nail striker and midfielder, Laka or Obamiang. Um, and in midfield, would it be like Mkhitaryan or Rogov? What's your thoughts on Arsenal assets um, after you know for the, for basically the for game week 33, but beyond
1: game week 33 is tough because uh, we just said Everton have t- t- turning seem to be turning a little bit of a corner and maybe we want to finish the season on a high. Everton at home is tough to any team. Uh, and I just wonder if Arsenal will be up for the physical challenge. And if you look at Arsenal's record, most of their goals and their and their wins come at home. And a lot of their games are away. I do like both their strikers. Uh, they're both actually capable of scoring. You could argue that uh, the money, that you, the two million that you saved with Lacquer over Aubameyang is, is, is worth it to go somewhere else and and upgrade your team. You know, home, one thing I'm honestly. noticing
0: though, Marzi, sorry to interrupt you, but you know one thing I'm noticing with Aubameyang? Is he's far more often on the bench to me as a casual um, person who hasn't owned either of them in a while. Um, he seems to find himself on the bench a lot more than what Lacazette does, you know. Uh, they and just keep as swapping. Said, they keep
1: they keep swapping and then they, they it still is go, the Europa. Philly, is Chelsea it? Do you think so? Maybe yeah. it's
0: just maybe it's just me when I'm looking at the Arsenal
1: still gonna go for the Europa because one of them could easily miss out on the Champions League. Right, Arsenal got a tougher game than Chelsea, but as they progress more, thinking beyond 33, you just have to be careful um, and leave the transfers to the last minute to see who plays in midweek, because the one that doesn't will probably start for the in in, in, in the league. Um, that would yes, have you
0: leaning towards Lacazette. So. I
1: mean um, I think so. I is think more he's more nailed on. He's on form. The... He's, he's on form at the moment. Lacazette definitely on form. He, he really knows where the goal is. Um, I like. And then the Mkhitaryan
0: versus Awobi. What were you oh, thinking, or midfielder was?
1: No. No, no. I, w- I wouldn't either, but it would be Mickey over Iwobi. I think Iwobi is just a bit of hot, hot air, to be honest. He doesn't do enough, whereas Mickey, again, he's been assisting and he has the odd goal in him. Um, I, I would go, if I had to choose between the two, I'd go Mickey.
0: Yeah, um, Iwobi is kind of mercurial. He's, He can um, have massive game weeks, but you don't have a clue when they're going to come.
2: Um, back to, to Lacazette and Aubameyang, I don't, just don't think that it, it's an even split between the two of them. Minutes is, uh, is a question because we genuinely just don't know how that's going to shake out. I think Aubameyang had some kind of illness or something over the weekend, but form is the definitive factor here, and that is well and truly in Lacazette's favour. Um, in the last six, six, he's got four goals and three assists, and actually... Within the last 11 matches, he's only blanked twice. abameyang has a couple of returns in that time. Like, he really hasn't done a whole lot. And, you know, on those penalties, he's looked so shaky and nervous and just kind of green. Honestly, he's looked like he has this green kind of um, quality about him. And by that, I mean like shaken. I don't know. He just doesn't seem to be to have much in the way of confidence to me uh, when I'm watching him. And so the rotation thing is a question, but I think if you're making room in what I agree is not necessarily a fixture that favors Arsenal, um, I'd, I'd go with Lacazette and spend the money elsewhere because Everton do have a bit of form on their side. It's bizarre, right, because they have no obvious hmm. motivation, but it, it's happening. Um, and, and Arsenal certainly are stronger at home than they are away, so it's not the kind of week where I'd overinvest in Arsenal. But I understand wanting to have an attacker, and I yeah, wouldn't I... over. I wouldn't even consider a Iwobi.
0: Yeah, no, I did think I did think Everton would be on the bench or on the beach drinking their uh, their morning cocktails. Sure. Um, Kylie, but uh but they don't seem to be. Um John G., Grifters United. Um I'll give this to you, Kylie. Um best punt, we've we've kind of covered these off, but there's a couple of Chelsea options. Best punt for a single game week out of Frasier, Pedro, Willian, or Mikatarian. So um kind of touched on Mikatarian maybe, but um what, what do you think if you were picking one of those players for John, who would you go for?
2: If they were my only options, then I would go Fraser. I don't like Pedro or Willian. I think you know we were talking about Abamyang and Lacazette there, but those two get a lot of minutes even when they rotate. You know, like they'll come on early, whoever's on the bench. Uh, Pedro and William is just way too difficult. In, and now you've got younger players uh, coming into the mix, surprisingly, for, for Chelsea. So you you don't know uh, whether they will continue to get more minutes throughout the end of the season. I think that's probably a risk too far. Mkhitaryan mm. and Fudge, uh, could be... A sneaky move. There is a lot of risk around it, um, just because it, it's quite hard to predict when he will play. If you can glean anything uh, from press conferences or from Arsenal fans that that might suggest he could be a good punt, then it's a risky one. But you know, you could get something from it. Uh, Fraser, I think, is the
0: he's a little bit safer.
2: One. Yeah, but uh, again, I'd go back to. The Leicester players, I mean, maybe he's not considering them because he already has one in his team. Uh, I think statistically speaking, it favours Madison slightly more. But Tillemans or whatever his name is, has he has been super.
0: He's light in form, yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, and I mean, particularly since uh, Rogers came in, so... I I really like him. I mean, he's a shoe in on my free hit team. One of the first names I put in there. Um, mm. I liked him for 31. He delivered then as well. So I I would fancy them against Huddersfield. Huddersfield might want to do something for the fans. Um, uh, surely
0: they, they, they surely they've wanted to do something for their fans all year, wouldn't this
2: they? This is exactly it. Yeah, I mean they they've lost. Uh, so many games and Leicester are involved. It's not that I'm saying that Leicester will keep a clean sheet, but I think that Leicester will score goals there. Mm-hmm. I so think I,
0: forward-wise, yeah. I don't. I don't really rely on yeah. Leicester either defensively. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no. And I, I think the important thing here and why I would favour, again, favour Leicester slightly over Bournemouth, is because Bournemouth are they are really safe. I mean, Leicester are playing for a still new manager. So mm-hmm. there's motivation there. Bournemouth are completely safe now. They have great form at home. They're much better at home, but they are playing against Burnley who are not quite out of the relegation zone yet. So, you know, I'm going to have Bournemouth attack in, in my team, but I wouldn't be surprised to see something slightly unexpected there. Mm-hmm. Can
1: I just say oh. the legend? The legend that is La Porta has gone up to two bonus points, which puts me on ninety six. Just uh-huh.
0: Good man, I'm delighted <laughs> you brought us up, <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I yeah.
2: go? La <laughs> um
0: let's let's move on, folks. Um we're we're running short on time, so we we want to get through as many of these as we can. Um FPL um FBL shotgun N U F C was asking um pow, pow. it's limited. Yeah, he's done with his triple captainship, so um, limited time left to play in this course, that ship in this season. Um, he is game 36, looking like the best bet. Uh, maybe a Liverpool asset versus Huddersfield or Kane versus West Ham. What's your thinking? If you did have the triple captainship left, what would you be going with
1: Dunk. Dunk in Brighton double game week.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I'd probably... Uh, I'd uh, like to... The- you- <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. uh, yeah, you know what? To be honest, um, uh, a, a single uh, game week player, Liverpool versus Huddersfield, or, or Spurs. Who's who Spurs playing?
0: Or if, uh, if you're not bench boosting at 35, goal Liverpool versus uh, Cardiff. Yeah.
1: No, I, I wouldn't go. You see, I wouldn't go a triple captain away from home. Personally, that's just my that's just my thinking, um, but I could be wrong. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with playing a triple captainship, especially if you have the other chips to play in the double game weeks. You play it in a, in a single game week. I would just say don't leave it too late. You want to keep. You want to play it when teams have stuff to go for. Mm. So um, one
0: maybe, thing I one thing I would say is if you're looking at um, Salah for instance away from home, I probably he seems to be somebody who's suffering a confidence at the moment, and maybe it'd be a little bit less pressure when he's actually away from home. So um, it's, it's you know it could work out either way. Um, Kylie, Mark Daniels, FBL Norman Quest was asking, but no chips left. Left would you, English is tough for me tonight. With no chips left, <laughs> would you start building a team with a double game with 35 in mind, um, who also plays in 34, 33, and or 34? So um, with no chips left, Mark, well I I'll kind of cover that one off. I guess it's. Yeah, I think you do probably have to build towards towards a game week. You can't be kind of um, you can't be doing anything too radical with each week. You do have to kind of take your medicine, I guess. Um, but with the blank game week, we've seen before. The blank game week sometimes are you know the the amount of points that are actually scored in them. You'll probably lose less um, if you actually have less players in a blank game week, and then try to actually maximize how many players you have for that double. Um, Bearing in mind that we will see some rotation, but you do have to kind of take your poison, I guess, when when you don't have any chips left um, at this stage of the season, like I don't have most seasons, to be honest with you. Um, Kylie, come to you on Jimmy McCheese's um, Jimmy Mac and Cheese, Clara has question. Um, he wants to move Anderson out. I have the same situation, Jimmy, because I've come back to my pre free team and there he is sitting there on my team. Um, but he's going to move Anderson out, but have things got bad enough yet to move Fabianski out as well? What do you think, colleague? Um,
2: like? So, right, Fabianski sort of been getting sick at three points week in, week out for a while now. There was uh, one clean sheet in there, I think. Um, So in isolation, yes, I wouldn't want him in my team. And I'm very happy to be free hitting and then wild-cutting him out of it. Um, But I would say for me, not for a hit. Because while I don't expect him to get much in the way of points against Chelsea, it's hard to be confident where you will. Be, uh, there's nowhere that I would say is guaranteed clean sheet because the strongest defence that we have in the mix is Liverpool. Um, mm. and they are playing away. And while defensively they are certainly strong enough to keep out Southampton, Southampton are at home and they do have motivation. They, stu- they still do need some points. So, it, you know, we they would be the ones that I'd more likely kind of plumb for, say, Alison, um, but, it you know, you're probably going to want three Liverpool players in your team anyway and looking mm. at any of the rest of them, I don't think that for one week when you have a playing keeper that they would be worth a hit. Now, if it's not for a hit, if it's for free, that's fine. Um, I would definitely be prioritising the, the Anderson mm. move because I just think that you've got more, uh, a higher ceiling on who you might bring in.
0: Yeah, they'll bring in more more points as opposed to what Fabianski will bring, who often does still bring the bone the the, the save point in even if he doesn't bring clean sheet points home.
2: Yeah, I mean um, it's not like someone it's not like he's not playing.
0: He no, it's playing, not, but, so but I have to say a is uh, one thing is that it's the same situation I have. I have Fabianski in my goal, my pre-free hit team when I returned back into my uh, into my laptop screen um, today. But I, first time actually looking at it again, and it's um, kind of as you forget who you have beforehand. But the but Fabianski is looking like a bit of a thing for me. I'm wondering as a free as with my free transfer, I'll be debating Absolutely. between Anderson yeah. and Fabianski myself. Um, to bring in somebody, maybe maybe even as a one-week punt. Uh, and as much as we did mention, Leicester's defense is an answer to write home about.
1: Michael um, oh, perhaps
0: against again. Huddersfield mm. as as a dead end. Well, just uh, use that uh, Edison Edison's
1: slightly injured, and uh, he's slightly injured, right? So mm. could be could be one. No, I'm looking at so I'm looking for one-week punt, and I'm looking at Sigurdsson. Just um, fancy yeah, I really
2: at home. like him as a punt this way. I before. think we might
1: so
0: it might be a question on Siggy actually in a while, so yeah. hold your fire on that one. But yeah, on um,
2: Schmeichel, just quickly, I uh he is someone that I, I think is a worthy option for a goalkeeper this week.
0: Yeah, for and one I'm week like, and yeah, then not, just dead yeah. end and into thirty four, then of course wild card and um, it does look quite good um, of course now watch West Ham we'll definitely get a clean sheet this week um, <laughs> Virgil van Geiner <laughs> um, at um, day that's of course our main day from Burnley um, was Marzi quickly on this Brighton epic traps or fair shout with four games in two two weeks he fancies knockers to plant one on Duffy's unfeasibly large bonch for <laughs> a 14 pointer
1: I think and just he's to asking if that's
0: bullshit opinion?
1: yeah <laughs> You, you know you have to be careful who you pick. You need to pick three players from, from Brighton that you know will play. Duffy's one of them, for example. Uh, Knockout, will he play two? I don't know. That's that's the problem. Will Murray play too? don't know. Or you take a risk. Unlikely him. for both. I, no, Murray know, never. Yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't think Murray will at all. You
1: see, I like I like March, but he came off injured. Um, I think uh, the good thing about Brighton is they're so cheap. So if you go for a bench boost, they, you could fill them up and they have to double game week. So... You know, we've seen that just now you don't have play you don't need players to play twice in a double game week to get you points. So yeah, I think Brighton are a good option, personally.
0: Mm, cool. Nice one. Um and Kylie, Conman, Conman nineteen seventy five. Um he sounds Conman, I think you might be older than me, based on that. Um thoughts on Pogba going into wildcard 34 and even getting rid on 33 as a transfer would have to be made before wildcard in 34. Um, And he's basically wondering about would Pogba to Sigurdsson in 33 be worth the punt? So, um, yeah,
2: hmm. Um, I'd do it. I'd do it. Look, the thing is, Pogba, we know he's going to play. I mean, this is really the attraction at the moment. Now that his points have dwindled, uh, the attraction to Pogba is the security of starts. You know that he will play, and he's frankly one of very few that we could feel that degree of confidence about. Now, watch Ole could go and uh, bench him, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all sort of relative. Um, But that being said... I don't think that that necessarily warrants a place. I mean, a lot of people did, lots of single game wickers outscored at Pogba this week uh, for what was, from an attacking perspective, should have been really good fixtures with, mm. with both Watford and Wolves with an eye on the FA Cup, um, and neither of them particularly excellent defences. So I don't think that you need to assume that Pogba should be held for The double game week in 35. There's absolutely other options that you could consider, and if you are open to getting rid of him, then I don't see why not consider a punt uh, on Sigurdsson this week. Mm. I do fancy Everton to get on the score sheet against Arsenal. They have kept it surprisingly tight recently in the last uh, couple of game weeks, but. It's still Arsenal, and they're away from home. I expect Everton to score. Everton are on good recent form as well. And I quite fancy Sigurdsson. So I had a a quick look at the numbers for him. And um, so he's only averaging 1.6 shots in the last six uh, game weeks, but with 87% accuracy. So Mm. 1.4 per game. Of those 1.6 are on target so he's certainly very accurate we know that he's got um set pieces as well so I think that he could be a sneaky one and see, I think that he see be he's nearly under the
0: radar. See, yeah Siggy's nearly gone back to the time where he's with Swansea where you'd know that every time the Swansea would score that he'd be yeah. involved he does seem to have stepped up big time yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's not really a debate between him and. Quick point, quick point,
1: like quick, point quick point on Bog- Pogba. Kylie touched on it. We know he'll play. However, he disappointed and he's playing quite deep. The other thing is, I would say if you have so much value in him, like I do, I probably will hold until the last minute and then decide maybe on the wild card what to do yeah. with, with Pogba. Do not sell. To, well, I know with free hit, if you sell him and you bring him back, you lose the value. I don't know how it works with Kyle, wild card, I can't remember, but make sure. If you're going to sell him, you don't regret it to bring him back and then you realise, oh crap, I can't afford him, I lost yeah. Um yeah. And also, quick one on Everton. With what's happened with Bigford, do you think I'll actually get Stek- Steklund to play a game for my team instead of uh, Fabianski? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, might Maybe. St- I might start him ahead of Fabianski and see what happens.
0: <laughs> see what happens,
1: yeah. Uh, well, it
2: won't uh, do you, really have, you know, <laughs> like, uh, he'd have, so to, baner, you have to he favor won't. him over over um. Fabianski and if, you, if Pickford plays Pickford plays that will come
0: in mm-hmm. for you so why not <laughs> well, move on uh, the edge man um, yeah yeah the uh, interesting actually, the Man United players was um, the young the young kid what's his name Mac uh, uh, McTominay he actually looked really really impressive Man United looked like they have a, another good young player that's coming through there so
2: did Smalling um, Smalling nearly got two goals
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but McTominay for for you know when we're talking about Pogba in terms of dangerousness, he like McTominay was far more involved in everything. Balls into the um, box. You do realise was talking about own
2: goals there, Don. I feel like you took me quite went, literally. Way over his head. Way over his head.
0: I actually you know, <laughs> Kylie, I don't, Kylie. I don't listen to what
1: anyone else says. I just want to say what I want to say. <laughs> Mc actually quite. I actually consider McTominay as a bench player for my uh for my bench. Yeah. He's quite cheap. He's quite cheap. So. No, he, he might be, be a nice bench a to his player time to as well.
2: yeah.
1: Um,
0: the FBL Thunder Jeff was asking a question. Um, hello guys, Jeff here. No further need for Mister. Um, of course, uh, everyone, <laughs> if you if you haven't already, make sure you do listen to his Getting to Know You episode. Um, it's up there in our backlog, so check them out. Um, anyway, he's free hitting this week. Three Liverpool, couple of Arsenal, Hazard, Vardy. Um, who else, Mersey, would you be going for? Who would you top up his team with? If you've got, um, how many got five, six, seven? So he's got four more players basically to add in there. But how many Leicester?
1: He's got, he's got one, one Leicester. Leicester and two Arsenal. Add. Yeah, yeah. Get 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 more Leicester players in. For sure. Because yeah, yeah. a lot but, of people, the Klasnets, I mean, if, I'd mean, imagine Jeff is looking at a defender from Arsenal as well. Or else he's more looking at one of those midfielders. Well, really. Kolasinac is a good option. You know, Arsenal could easily score against Everton. I'm just thinking that it's going to be a tough, tough game where you've got uh, Bournemouth playing at home. We know how uh, attacking they are. They can be at home. Leicester playing against Huddersfield. Newcastle, Crystal Palace could be an interesting game. Crystal Palace actually played a lot better away from home. They didn't play bad today against uh, Tottenham. Um, it could be an open game and then, you know, Rondon gets uh, some, you know, because Palace will go attacking, Rondon could get a few chances. So, there's, there's quite a few options for a free hit. So, But I'll definitely focus on Leicester, Bournemouth, um, Liverpool, Chelsea. Chelsea against West mm. Ham, for sure. Although it's a London yeah. derby, but... Yeah, well, West
2: uh, Ham are no. drinking the
0: West Ham are, are on the beach, so it's not a derby anymore because
1: they're. What are they drinking? In what are they drinking?
0: What's the word
1: for it? Makalua. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Breakfast cocktails, remember?
1: And it's Hawaii. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's not a north. It's not a, a derby because, um, they're in like Honolulu or something.
0: That's what. A, that's so. like you're not even listening to me now, Kylie. That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know, but I was just updating you on the breakfast cocktail situation.
0: Oh, apologies, <laughs> apologies. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're all clear now. Uh, Morpheus Fire was asking, um, now he's basically covering the, the, you know, the Brighton versus Arsenal defence. As he mentioned, two doubles versus Arsenal's defence. They've got one double and favourable fixture list. So, um, Kylie, I don't know. Did you um, did you chime in on the Brighton defence situation? I know Maris covered that off earlier on. um, Yeah, yeah, I. Fern, in that.
2: I, I, well, certainly for 34, Brighton's defence is a good option. I mean, you will want them. It's the attack where it gets a little bit hairy. Um, Duffy. Is a great option. He is so reliable with his minutes. Now, whether he would actually get a rest just because of extreme fixture congestion, we don't know. But uh, he has really strong attacking threat. I mean, he's five goals and a couple of assists this season compared to last year when he had so much potential and um, didn't seem to be <laughs> getting the same amount of goals. Um but they have really nice fixtures in 34 and then they've one really nice fixture in um 35 and then the other one is Tottenham I think so I I'd, I'd definitely go for Brighton defense they're cheap so it's mm. easy to pop one of them the I think the Arsenal
0: up. the Arsenal defensive thing yeah. as much as you mentioned Claassench the problem with I I for their they're not um cheap enough for me to exactly. put them in as a punt, and I'd prefer to have other premium teams rather than Arsenal, if you are going to pay a few quid. Um, so, yeah, no, 100% go on Brighton there. Um, the second part of his question, Kylie, uh, premium striker for 35 onwards, of a and Kane or Aguero. So, how do you see yourself rounding out this season? Who do you think will be kind of your main man up front?
2: That one's difficult. I mean, I kind of am inclined to say Kane, though I haven't seen enough to suggest that I necessarily want him in. But his fixture, certainly for the double anyway, is, is slightly better than City. And, um, you know, He'll play we every week. Expect, yeah, this is the thing. He will play every week. He will want to score more goals in the run-in. Um, City do have a lot of fixtures, and they have a team that are – capable, um, especially now with Bruner back, uh, you know, yeah. will allow I them to... I think when, when
0: City, when City realise that the league is beyond them and Liverpool are too many points ahead, then we might see Aguero <laughs> rested more in the league as well.
1: So
2: No, um, no optimism involved there. <laughs> I,
1: I, I, I actually can't look beyond Kane right now. He's, yeah. uh, we know he's a show in to start. He wants the golden ball, the golden goal. He's he's, he's so so greedy. You've got they play okay. They're playing um, City in one of the games. That's fine. Spurs uh, Spurs have got Huddersfield uh, in 34. Then they've got um, Brighton and City. So they're Huddersfield, mm-hmm. Brighton. Then they go to West Ham, who are already given up. Um, and then they go to Bournemouth away, open game. And then the last game of the season, Everton at home. And
0: it's very hard loves, to see he past He loves Kane. the end
2: of season. He loves the, it end, is, of yeah. he
0: he loves the end of season. He does. just and gets he, scary at the end of the season. Yep. It was always 100% my, choice, my, my decision that Kane was going to be coming in for me on the wild card with this yep. end of season. But I have to say, looking at it, it is very much a fixtures over form decision exactly. because yep. um, you would definitely go Aguero um, if you were looking him? at reliability.
2: Yeah. What favours him here is the fact that I guess there's we'd expect some degree of rotation for City but also um, City's double fixture is is just not great that's definitely, I mean he's fixture proof, City are fixture proof but it's still not two great games um, mm. so if, if you're having to decide on one premium striker I, I would find it hard to justify a potentially rotated Aguero as fabulous as he is versus Mm. Kane, who you feel will play. And Aubameyang, I don't think Aubameyang stacks up to Kane at all.
0: No, no, he doesn't. And and as you mentioned there, I think one thing, part of my thinking would be, would I put like Aguero and Kane alongside each other up front? And kind of, you know, manage my team when I'm doing my wildcard to actually have the two of them. But the reality is is with Jimenez doing so well and with like even wanting Wilson in there or if you want to have, you know, Rashford, there is a lot of kind of mid-priced options that you're kind of leaving yourself out of if you do go with the two big two up top. Uh, formation, so uh, I'll probably be avoiding that and probably just going I for think, one.
1: <coughs> yeah, I think Kane and Jimenez are the first two names on my wild card team. Yeah, I've, I've mm-hmm. said it before, and I, that's what I did with the free hit. Get the players that you want in first, fill the gaps.
0: Yeah. Um, Leo Jimmy um, Marzi was asking, what's your suggestion for those who have all ships remaining except free hit, including me? So um, he obviously has triple captain, um, triple captain, the wildcard. card left. So um is it I'd imagine wildcard thirty five and bench boost or wild card thirty four and bench yeah. boost
1: thirty five. Yeah, wild card bench boost and then chuck the triple captain on on a single game weak player against pick pick a captain pick a pick an explosive player against a weak team. And take a punt on it. I mean the triple captain,
0: yeah. you know, it's it's it's, it's I mean, one of these ones. It's it's, it's it's your it seriously is the luckiest chip, I think. Because you're, uh, the only,
2: you know. yeah. The only reason it is it is pure fluky that trip. It's really hard to, to get points on it. Um, the only reason I think he'd go slightly different is it depends on how his team's set up. So if his team is really well set up for 33, then I would see no reason to look beyond uh, what you guys were just saying there. Alternatively, he might wild card this week, uh, following on from what we were talking about earlier. Um, to set up for the next couple of weeks if if he mm. feels that his team is not in great shape. But I would still, even with the double in 34, I would be triple captaining a strong option in a single game week at this point.
0: Nice one. Could give you a nice boost. At the end of the season. Yeah. Um, okay. The um, FBL Thunder, Jeff, of course, this is the uh, list to round out our listeners' questions. We had to get in um, Jeff's random question. Um, he's saying, Dunn is walking along the beach in the beautiful cove of Cork. I was down there at the weekend. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And finds a lamp. He rubs it, and a genie appears. We're in Cork, so you might have changed this story to being a leprechaun a bit, Jeff, maybe, you know. But uh, <laughs> the genie will grant each of the amigos a wish. Uh, one wish however the genie will grant double the wish to the person who each amigo despises most so what is each wish if you could wish for one thing in the world um kylie what would you wish for oh god don't start
2: with me i'm so indecisive
0: um so you wish you'd be more decisive okay great answer brilliant No, I the genie sorry. you know the
2: rule of the genie if yeah but the comes was, out of your
0: mouth well, the the first thing, thing out of your mouth he takes
2: Hey, I'm, a woman. I'm it's talking my right stop to interrupting my me
1: mind. stop interrupting me don't i hate you the most so my wish would be uh, free palestine because i know you won't wish something worse than me because i you know i don't really hate you so i'll just hate you the most i'll say i hate you the most and then you just have two wishes in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i'll go free palestine then definitely uh... <laughs>
1: it's a, it's a it's a good one it's a good one but uh, i'm sure there's a trick somewhere there where you say something that could work for you and the other person that hates yeah. you the most or something, but I can't think of it. It's too much. Jeff. after such a, you know, uh, it's over, a trauma, it's this, a trauma. Tra- this double game me, week, anyway. this, this day, double game week sapped all the energy of us. I really can't think of anything right now.
0: Yeah.
1: We have but no brain. You could, um,
0: to, you could wish to take out take out Donald Trump and um, then, you know, if your person you hate most in the world is Donald Trump. Um, he can't really do much in the I grave, wish- but... Uh,
2: Lee
0: Young wasn't in my team I just do that <laughs> something nice and lame like that I wish the, uh,
1: the person I hate the most <laughs> hates me the most so I get a double wish or something stupid like that it must oh, be a oh, yeah.
0: something on them or it's getting messy
1: so uh, to, to ra- w- one more question that we uh, we saw from Paul at Sky uh, playing FPL Don will come to you who be priority to teach first uh that, but uh, H- Higgy or Felipe Anderson?
0: Felipe Anderson or Higgy? I probably think um, Anderson because the, I don't really have any interest in having um, and having West Ham players around as much as as much as Chelsea don't look any great shakes. Um, Anderson and, is a bit of a bad smell, a bad vibe on my team at the moment. Yeah, so and,
1: and Higgy just got game. rested. Yeah, Higgy had a full rest, so.
2: Yeah, but I, Sherwood...
1: th- I, I thought you said he just got arrested.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he should he should be arrested. I mean they... Sari isn't blind. He can see Shroud is pretty anti scores. Why would why why would you not just mm. play Shroud now? I think it's a trick question. I think they both should be sold. And
1: uh, Kylie, conversely, who should be the priority for a replacement? Mane, Madison, Vardy or Wilson?
2: Okay, of those, I would uh, prioritise Mane and Vardy, I think. Uh, they're, they're all really, really good options uh, yeah. for your team. Yeah. But I think if you have the money, the, the Mane um, Vardy combination, and to be honest. If it Mane was will me, be
0: first player on my team, sheet when I'm yeah, I might. Yeah,
2: I'd be getting rid of Higuain and Anderson for Mane and Vardy.
1: See, I wouldn't sell Higuain yeah. now that he's been rested personally, but.
2: Yeah, I think it's a risk to, to go in with him. It was a risk going into this week, but um Giroud's You'll
1: sport. probably have a hard job mo-
0: budget-wise managing to get Mane and Vardy in for Higween and Anderson, but not a million miles off. You'll probably have to make a sacrifice somewhere else. I have but,
2: uh, to hope you have the money.
0: Yeah. Um, folks, let's move on to our game week plans for Game Week 33 and, of course, our cap picks our Barlow captain pick, which is our um our boring captain pick, and our Baldwin captain pick, which is our ballsy risky captain pick. So, um, Marzi, come to you first. Who are you planning on captaining in game week thirty three, and um, and what's what's your transfer plans at the moment?
1: So, uh, my transfer is pretty much going to be Anderson Sigurdson. I think that's that's been my plan since uh, I saw the shock of my. Uh, Game week 33 team when the free hit went off. Um, and I think my captain at the moment, I'm thinking um, uh, Barlow is uh, Hazard. Oh. Yeah, so Hazard against West Ham. And Baldwin, uh, would Vardy against Huddersfield be a Baldwin? I don't know, I'm not sure. Maybe Sigurdsson against Arsenal. That would be a nice differential because not I many people... I think Vardy
2: might be, might be... Ballsy
1: enough this week, given that we've big hitters like Mane and Hazard. Yeah, yeah, and they are playing away, and his away stats for people who love stats, I've read it. I didn't look it up. Apparently, not as good as home. So <laughs> uh,
0: the uh, yeah, no, the, the, this game week, uh, Kylie, who are you going to go for? I'll I'll give my captain picks in a moment, but uh, who will be your Baldwin and who be your Barlow, and let us know okay. what your transfer will likely be.
2: Oh, well, I'm on free hit. Not wanting so.
0: to, we don't like we don't like giving you don't like giving away your hit tips to your um to your leave mates, in particular, paul your boyfriend.
2: My, my my um I never post my tip. Well, it, and it's also my my younger cousin and uh, one of our friends. So there's a few of them with beady eyes. Um, I but it it's it's more um I don't post a final team on, on Twitter. This is uh why I don't put them up for feedback. But uh for for me just on the free hit in general, um the big decision is whether I keep Salah on the free hit uh or I decide to not have Salah. So I ha- I have a very strong looking team with Salah in it. Um Strong across the board, I'm fortunate with my team value and just because of the nature of the teams that are playing, I I can have all the big hitters. Um, So realistically, I I think for me, it's between uh, Hazard and and Mane. I'd probably go Hazard for the safer pick. And Mm. um, I'd also probably go Vardy for a riskier pick. Uh, I I really fancy some of the, the people that we've talked about Uh, Sigurdsson, uh, Tillemans, you know, Wilson could do well. There's quite a few of them, but I I just think Vardy has a bit more form. But he is certainly what I would call a riskier pick than the likes of Hazard or Mane, who I would expect to be relatively highly captained. Mm. If I don't go Salah, though, I have a team that I also really, really like, um, but it's got like 4.7 million in the back, which – that, that just feels really weird. So I don't know if I'll do it, that. It
0: does feel very weird. I'd imagine you'd prefer on your free hit team to be able to max out your team, your budget. And as opposed yeah. To and having I mean, I have a, a reasonable bench
2: as well. Yeah. And mm. because really what it comes down to is the the rest of the team remains relatively the same. Um, mm. And it's, it's just that I've got someone else in there instead of Salah. But um, I mean, well, I've already got Mane and Hazard in there as well, anyway. Mm. So it, I'd be putting in someone punty that I fancied, like uh, Sigurdsson, and going for a double up in defence. So you know, we'll we'll see. Um,
0: we'll we'll see how it goes. But um, the my own my own lineup is I do have Vardy and I have Salah. Salah is or Mane is my captain um at the moment. Um, I had the captaincy on him um in thirty one as well, which worked out very nicely. Um I just think he's a player in form. Um but if I did go risky it would be Vardy as well. He'd be my Baldwin. Um, captain pick. Um, interesting looking at my team. Is I do actually have Higuain I forgot I had Higuain in my team, um, but he probably will stick around for another another um, game week. And it will uh, like like one of our listener questions earlier on. It will be between the goalkeeper and Felipe Anderson for um, for my transfer out. But um, I'm happy enough with my team. It's the the 31 team plus a transfer. So. Um, um, I'm relatively happy with my setup. I have a strong long enough team for the blank. Um, so uh, so yeah, no, ho- hopefully uh, Liverpool against Southampton, as much as Mars is saying, they're improved on the air. Um, this was my plan to always captain um, one of my Liverpool assets in, in this week. So, um, so that's likely the way I will go. Um, folks, that's all we got time for on tonight's podcast. Uh, um, thanks a million for uh, Marzi and Kylie for as usual our great FPL chat, uh, hopefully our listeners will um, will find it beneficial and that we did manage to get to their listener questions um, do check us out at 3 FPL on Twitter, uh, Mars at Z- Mars05, Kylie at Kylie FPL, and myself at The Marple Curse. Um best of luck to you in Blank Game Week 33 adios amigos